Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast. My name's Alice Clements. I'm here with Max Gorn and Campbell Flakemore. Maxie's just come off 200 games for the Melbourne Football Club and a nice little win over the Hawthorne Football Club just to continue to steer his team into the finals. Um, congratulations, Max. Welcome to the pod. Yeah, thank you. So I thought you better say welcome to the 200 Club then. Um, welcome to the 200 Club. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. It was um, it was a big day, big game. Hawks have, uh, not sure if you're following over there, Elbow, but uh, Hawks have just taken Collingwood and Western Bulldogs in their last two. So um, I thought they were tanking right on top of our game. Uh, that was at the start of the year. Uh, now apparently that. West Coast are, but now West Coast aren't apparently as well. Um, no, I I don't think anyone actually tanks. There's some people back of house that would rather you not win, but the coaching staff and the playing group all want to win. So um, it's pretty hard to get that done. Did you catch the game on Sunday, Campbell? I did. I caught bits and pieces of it. Um, it's wide open, Alex. I'm not sure how close you've been following, but Port Adelaide and Collingwood fallen off a cliff a little bit the last couple of months, and I, I think the Demons and, and the Lions are probably firming up as the, as the favourites, although some people might say Carlton um, may come from outside the four and do the, do the business. But more importantly, this weekend, Blunston Arena, absolute cracker of a game. Uh, North Melbourne v Gold Coast. Got the lunchtime yeah. kickoff at Blunston Arena. So that's where everyone will be um, be uh, focusing their eyes this weekend, round 24. Did, um, I'm pretty sure the last time we were talking, Max, you were about to head down to Blunston Arena. And um, uh, yeah, did you end up catching uh, the big man? Was he in his suit, high fiving everyone, working circles? No, I didn't make it. Didn't make an appearance on the ground. I haven't. Um, I haven't sat in the last quarter on the bench, so I thought he might come up and say hi to me uh, during the last quarter. Uh, fun fact, actually, on the airport, we travelled with North Melbourne on the way back, and um, I was asking Zebel why he was retiring a week early, and then he just told me what this game was, um, and it all made sense. Uh, go out, I think it was 70,000 at the G or go to Hobart, um, which yeah, I'm not sure how many are going to get there, Kemba. Oh, listen, if, if they get 5,000, I think that'll be a good result. Um, weather's looking okay, thankfully, but I still think it'll be a push. Yep. It's a really tough sell, this one. Um, for those many judge. sons, many, do you reckon many sons will make the trip? I wouldn't have thought so. I don't imagine there's too many native uh, Sun supporters down here either. So <laughs> I'm okay. not sure whether they'll have a banner. I know that when GWS played here, there was no banner. So that that tells the story. Well, the king of um, the king of Tasmania football himself, Maverick Waller, could even be a Gold Coast supporter at heart, maybe. Yeah, alumni. Um, he lives up on the coast, so I don't know whether he'll uh, he'll make the journey down. Yeah, but would, definitely a he, definitely yeah, a Gold no Coast way. great. Yes. Did you get a did you get a sniff of the city, Max? A little taste of that fresh air, clean water, kind people. Uh get a little bit of didn't a really taste leave the hotel. Well, uh, we had the we, we had the early game, so um no, there wasn't much unfortunately delivered in Hobart. Went down to look at the markets, but they weren't open by the time I was down there. Um so yeah. If I had to give it a score, I'm giving it a three out of ten for my stay. And so no no Salamanca circuit afterwards either, obviously, just straight on the plane back home. Straight on the plane. No, I mean, must be nice, but there's no lounge at Hobart Airport. Um, okay. 
which is uh which is interesting in, in itself. These these are all this is all like direct feedback, Campbell, from one of the league's best players as you kind of shape the future of Tasmanian football over there at um, AFL Taz. Noted. And then in terms, I mean, term- I'd love, I'd love to be a fly in, fly out, uh, four days a week, just play home games, player, if that's an option, Cambo. Oh, listen, Max, I reckon you, you you'd like it down here. Get you a nice little, nice little place down okay. in Sandy Bay. Good coffee shops. I think, I think you 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 come to like it, but that's okay. okay. We'll uh, we'll work on a lounge at at the airport for you first and foremost. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I heard I was I think I was listening to Gus and Gawney the other day, and I did hear like just a subtle off the cuff reference of, oh, yeah, and then I'll get down to Tasmania to finish off my career. Like I think Max is starting to kind of plant the seeds across a couple of big platforms, being the Gus and Gawney and Stanley Street Social Podcast. Of course, of course. Yeah, the more I say it, the more Melbourne get nervous, um, which is the more chances I've got of staying in the AFL and relevant. In terms of the D's though, like where where are you sitting confidence wise? Are you um you jumbo visma spec coming into this welter? Like where where are you sitting? Uh, I mean jumbo visma is going for a three peat, so we're we're not quite there. We we sort of skipped the Tour de France. We won the Giro. Uh, um, no, look, it's it's we've been we've been playing some good football, uh, Alex, and hopefully. That stacks up. We lost to Carlton by a kick. Not sure if you saw the end of it, but we potentially won that game. Um, we got robbed. You, you we got robbed, March, I believe. Depends how you... Yeah, Marchbank claimed he touched it. And to be fair, he did turn around and say he touched it straight away. If you're lying, you probably have a little bit of a delay. Um, so but te- technically six in a row uh, leading into finals. <laughs> um, and then... Hollywood, Brisbane, or Port to start us off. I'm happy to play in any of those three spots. You can only imagine what an Adelaide Oval first final would be against Port. That would be pretty hot. Uh, that'd be a fun one to play. And the Gabba, um, they always pack it out as well. So I'd love to play up at the Gabba. Um, and then if we get the G against Collingwood, it would be pretty impressive as well. Sounds good. The uh, Welter kicks off Saturday in Barcelona. The guys, uh, kind of uh, the who's who of GC riders here, is kind of Pog and Yates missing. But apart from that, this is a stacked start sheet. Go through the team sheets from um, top to bottom, starting off with uh, Jumbo Visma. They kind of they got the Vindegar's backing up after the Tour de France victory. Obviously, B two B Tour de France's thoughts on him being here, Campbell, and just the everyone else that's on their list that's a hitter. I mean, you look at the team sheet on paper, it's you could make a case for it being stronger than what they had at the Tour de France. Um, Vingegaard probably here in a support role for Roglic, who is the Vuelta specialist, uh, just the one TT, I think. So, um, yeah, like Max's man, Tratnik is in, um, Volta as well, the two notable ins um, that weren't in at the Tour de France. Gessink, career continues to um, continue. And then the guys like Van Baal, Kelderman, Kuss, like proper domestics, deluxe. So best team on paper by, by a country mile. And importantly, what's your team time trial analysis of the squad? Rock solid. I think they win it. Um, 
not sure by how much, but I think it'll be um, the red jersey uh, from start to finish for for these guys after the after the team time trial. Yeah, but you see Tratnik back in there, Max. Yeah, he was supposed to be. I think he was supposed to be in the tour in a crash late out. Um, I'm not sure who replaced him, but um, I was expecting to see him there. So I'm excited. I reckon he's one of the best climbing domestics slash uh, early parts of the climb. Um, he won't be the last one there. Obviously, that's super domestic, except Kuss. But don't be surprised if Tratnik's still sitting there with Rog Vinegard and there's not many left in that group. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sold on Vinegard being the domestique here, Cambo. I, I can see Rog winning more stages, but I can see Vinegard potentially leaving him um, in some of these big mountaintop climbs. So uh, they do have an incredibly strong team. I think UAE pip him in the TTT. You think, you think Vinegard will take on the leadership role or do you reckon it will just be dual leadership and then Vingard will obviously uh, drop Roglic at some stage and naturally uh, accept the leadership? I, I think we'll see some Rog dominance early, which might make it a bit of a question. But then I think Jonas will come into his own and there won't even be a question. He could win by five, six minutes here. Is he the, uh, is the, he the punter's favourite? Uh, him and Remco, I dare say. I'll get back to you on that. UAE uh, Team Emirates, Almeida Ayuso, kind of the dual leadership role there with, uh, oh, and also Jay Vine just tacked on the end with uh, Milano, the sprint trade, and kind of a bit more of a balanced squad. Few Lots of options here, lots of potential stage wins, uh, as well as the unknown of the GC and who's going to take it. They, Maxi, they just like, you three go at it and then see how you end up after the first week. Yeah, I'm excited for Ayuso. I've heard all all the talk. Um, I've seen him deliver a couple of times. I haven't seen him in a Grand Tour yet, but um, this would be cool if they can add another one to this GC list of Rob, Pog, Vidigard and Remco. If there's another guy, like I, I find it pretty cool. So hopefully there is. Um, hopefully Almeida takes a genuine back seat and rides for him. Um, but the reason why... Like this TTT team is the Oliveira, Fisher Black, um, and Jay Vine sort of. That's five, including with Almeida and Ayuso. That's five, six strong TT boys. So, um, and I feel like their TT setup has been going better this year. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say that after what Vidigard did, but um, so I, I've got Ayuso just off the podium, but I'm excited to see what he brings. The um. The hard thing to read about this TT is it's so technical. It's like a corner every kilometer, and so like to run to run that to run eight guys through that kind of circuit in the opening in the second stage of a Grand Tour is it's tough work. Yep. Movie star. You think they, you, you think they beat Jumbo in the TT out in the TTT, Albie? I don't think so. I think Jumbo win. Yeah. I think Jumbo just like on a. I don't know if he if it seemed like a bits and pieces and um here some of their writers talk about just like how invested they are in the tech and I think the time trialing now is so um far from just like just pure wattage and strength that uh the technical side of things is so important. I think no one's investing more money in that than Jumbo Visma and they win. Not even with our man Finn Fisher Black. Not even with our man. Who we've been calling from the early days. We backed oh, him, yeah. picked him early. 
2018 Oceania Championships down at Sheffield. Campbell, Campbell and myself, Max, had one commentary appearance, I think, um, yep. in our lives, in uh, standing on the back of a ute in uh, country Tasmania. And Finn Flesh, Fisher Black was tearing shreds off his poor under-19 peloton. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a closet fan of Finn Fisher Black as well. I think he can ride. Enric Mass is back after a disappointing Tour de France where he was out early. Um, but on home soil, the home team. Thoughts, Campbell? Can he win the I World think, Cup? Well, I don't think he can win it. I think he's a very good chance for a podium, like you mentioned. He, he DNF'd stage one, I think it was, of, of the Tour de France. So that was a long time ago. I don't think he's raced, uh, I don't think he's raced since then. Uh, nope. So coming in relatively fresh, I don't know what the ex- uh, extent of his injuries were, but um, someone who's performed well at this race in the past, home race, um, team will obviously be working for him on paper. It's not a super strong team, uh, but like I said, I think he's he's a good chance, good chance for a podium, and it's a, it's a massive race for the Spanish team. Pro cycling stats filled to this order by like the strength of the squad or is movie star just up higher because it's, it's home race because it seems like it's, it's further to the top than normal. It's normally filtered down the back end of the, the start list. Yeah. Well, they don't seem to have the dossards next to the riders yet, but possibly. Is there any value in here, Max? Uh, I mean, there is on Edric Mass. He overperforms at this time of the year. Uh, he's a Volta specialist, and then uh, the Italian stage uh, races that have become um, like Lombardi, uh, he really, really excelled in last year. So I'm not sure what the crash did to him. Hopefully he's back uh, going, but it's a good little team. Rubio, you know, he's going to be up there. And Garcia Cortina is almost one of the best sprinters here. Mm. Um, there's been a late inclusion from the text I sent you guys during the week. Caden uh, Groves is here now and looks like he's the the best sprinter that's here, but can I see Cortina's almost in the top four? That's how weak this field is. So I could see um, a little Movistar lead out potentially as well. Enios Grenadiers, Gerard's back in a big way. Bernal's tacked into that little team, and I guess the other main the other main contender for the team's time trial with Ganner in there. Um, some big Aaron Maxi's boy Aaronsman's in oh, there. Yeah. Maybe Ineos do win the team triumph. Um, maybe you're not. Ineos are the the ones that are going to challenge Jumbo Visma. Thoughts, Campbell? I still think Jumbo Visma will win. Will beat Grenadiers, but it's it's a good it's a good side. It's a great side on paper. Um, Thomas, I'm not really sure what sort of nick he's in, but at the Giro we thought, okay, maybe what is he now? 37, 38, or whatever he is. Like he's passed it, but he was that close to winning that bike race. Clearly motivated to be here. Um, at the welter, so you're not coming here just for the sake of it. So I think he's a he's going to be a big threat. He could probably challenge again for the podium. And like you said, there's some there's some good names um, in support to plus uh, Bernal and and of course Maxisman Arinsman and uh, Kim Heiduk, who uh, this is probably the first time I've seen this name, so I'm familiar with with the German. Well, let's do some research and come back to us in a couple of minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Maxi Remco's leading uh, world time trial champion. Solid in the road race, but was, I guess, not where he was the year before, but then came out and torched the, the time, the TT, uh, leading this field. But is there, is there enough, is there much support there or is he just going to be hanging out by himself in the, the back end of these stages? Uh, well, he won't be by himself. He'll be with about well, 30 team, other people. I don't wise. think any of them, don't think any of them will have a quick step jump run. He could be. I mean, if you just we quickly gone through just four teams here, he could be one out against five Yumbo riders, three UAE riders, four Ineos riders, and three or four Bobby Star riders. And add the Bahrain boys and the Bora boys. He's going to be one out. Um, I won't go too hard on Vivake, Cataneo, Jan Hurt, Knox. They're the four sort of climbing guys. I just don't think the the level that so, I mean Jan Hurt has come six in a Grand Tour potentially this one. Um, I think it might have been the Volta, so he could be the guy. But um, I see they've just signed Mikel Lander for a Remco attack in the Tour next year. Um, I think he's the guy they're earmarking as their super domestique. Back to uh, Chris Froome days at Sky when Lander actually looked like one of the best riders in the peloton. Uh, maybe getting him back in around a good um, a good team could bring out the the super domestic role, but he doesn't have it for the Volta, so that's why I don't think he gets close to Vinegar. I said five minutes before. Um, I reckon that's pretty accurate with where Remco's at. Do you, do you think Lander's going to play that role? Can you see Lander playing that role? Uh, yes, yes, I think Lander. Will play that role for uh, it'd be the super domestic for uh, the tour next year because Patrick's a savage and he's just going to put him into line or how, like how's that going to play out? Uh, I'm just putting myself in Mikel Lander's shoes and this would be hard if he was in my shoes because I dare say I'd be pretty keen on continuing on my chance to win a Grand Tour. But I'm sure he's putting his hand up and going, "I've had a fair crack at this." Um, how about I go win a Grand Tour and have a good send-off? Um, where's the best chance I could do that? It's with Remco. Uh, that's putting myself in his shoes. Uh, I'm sure he still would love to be the highest-paid player, uh, rider of Bahrain and ride for GC, but um, go, have a, go have a go, Mikel. Go have a crack with Remco. Got any uh, word on Kim from Ineos? Very little, very little to report in terms of results on his Palmares. Uh, but clearly, Hajduk, uh he's been training the house down uh, internally, okay. and and they're just happy to reward him um, with a start at this at this welter. So uh, we'll be keeping a, a close eye on Kim. Have you got the um, maybe? Well, before we get into it, Maxi Astana, where they're at on their little points classification has mm, been kind of a yeah, big they're topic. They're in the crosshairs early in the year. Uh, yes, yes, that's a that's without notice, but I will get there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Campbell and myself talk between ourselves. Anything else you want to touch on, Campbell, with the Sudal Quick Step squad there? Um, no, nah, not particularly. Um, I, I'm excited to see Remco go head to head with these with these other big GC guys in um, in Almeida, Uso, and, and the two boys from Jumbo. Uh, team time trial. I think they'll be they'll be okay. Don't think they'll be in the you know the top top two or three. But um, yeah, Remco will be definitely sniffing around that podium. Wait, like, what are you what are you doing as Remco when you're thinking I'm p- 
I can pretty confidently say that he's going to be isolated. He'll be the only quick step rider and Jumbo UAE Ineos potentially movie star as well. Are going to have guys there. Like what's, what's your, t- how do you, how do you approach this welter? I think they can they can afford to be aggressive. I haven't had a, like a real good look at the parkour and looked at any specific stages where they can possibly, um, you know, try and do something early. But uh, you know the way that he wins his one day races is solo from long range. Whether he's got the balls to do that earlier, uh, you know, in the first couple of weeks of the Grand Tour, not sure. Um, I guess it'll just depend on on race situation whether he needs to do anything silly, but. If not, he can he can just follow the wheels and and maybe one day he can he can attack these guys in the last couple of k and take some minutes. Minutes. Uh, a starter of the worst. Minutes. The worst world. The worst world tour team. Uh, they're sitting twenty first. They're behind three pro conti teams. One being Israel. One being Lotto, which is fair. But the other one they're behind is Uno X Pro Cycling. Uh, so is apart it- from that, they. They're in amongst Total Energies, Q365, and Bardiani. Well, it seems that everyone's either going to Uno X or Tudor Cycling next year. Yeah, Tudor Cycling has risen 32 spots to 25th, so they're also a team on the rise. Uno X, I said this post-tour, they really excite me. So I'm I'm keen for Uno X to be on the world tour. Just that and just like general Nautic riders. They've just been here, there, yeah. and everywhere, winning everything. Uh, Starter Maxi, what do you reckon? Are they going to jump up any ranks on this UCI World Tour point system with this squad that they've assembled? Well, they brought De La Cruz and Dombrowski and Lewis Leon Sanchez to the tour, and they gave them nothing. Um, hopefully, they... They've got legs this time because they can all ride those three. So there's a stage win in there somewhere, um, potentially. Lewis Leon was doing the lead-out stuff for, for Cav. Um, I'm going to go a Dombrowski stage win. I feel like that's a Volta thing to do. I think Very that'd be, Volta. That'd be uh, well-received by Vino. In terms of Team DSM, Roman Bardet's back. After the tour, after did Roman Roman did the tour, or did you the Giro? Yep, no, did the tour. He did the tour. They've got he three out very very late, potentially they've... stage twenty nineteen. They've got three Brits on Grand Tour debut. Danese's in there. A couple of Italians for you, Maxi. Well, the two Brits, two of the Brits, I'm keenly excited for, and that's stiff on Sean Flynn, but I don't know much about him, but. Oscar only and Max Poole. I dare say they'll be Roman Bardet's last two men with Chris Hamilton. So um, it'd be, I, they're on GC debut. They go give them a crack and see if they can survive with the best in the world. Um, and Denise is, believe it or not, won a stage race in the last week or two uh, in Norway. Um, not not that I was following it hard, uh, but Denise could be, if you look at Caden Groves, Denise's second. So they got to. They probably should go all in for him. Him v Caden, v Milano. Sure, he he won a like a proper bunch kick at the Giro a couple of years ago. Done easy. Yeah. So, looking how thin this sprint list is, then of course I reckon they're they're definitely thinking he's a chance for a stage. 
They do lean a little bit climber heavy with their team though. So um although sometimes you only need a three man lead out and just jump on the back of a of a big train that Alperson will have and you might be okay. Edgy to our Citron. Maxi's man Vendrame at the top there. <laughs> happy to see him up up number one position. Well, they haven't got numbers, as Cambo mentioned before, but Pro Cycling I mean, if he doesn't have number the, one. Yeah, if he doesn't have the one in this team, um, he should go elsewhere. This is <laughs> Jeffrey Bouchard has been around for a long time. I think the best has gone past him. Uh, Dorian Gadon is the only other person that I'd like to put a little wager on at some point during this race. Um, but Vendrame can get involved in bunch sprints with this field. So um, I dare say that'll be their tactic. What excites you about Gordon? I just think he's a brake specialist. Um, one of those Derek G potential. You never know. This guy could be the Derek G of the of the tour, of the Volta. Um, he's one of those guys that I think could light it up. Um, they tend to be from Israel, to be fair. Israel tends to find some guy with amazing legs. Um, but I it, it could be good, it could be good on. Lotto Destiny. Cambo, Drizners is in there. Good Aussie boy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's looking pretty thin, isn't it? Like truth be told. Um Thomas De Gent there. I'm not too sure what his current current form is, but Always good for for a breakaway. He'll at least make an impact on this race. Um, Drizners, maybe he might fancy himself in one of these these bunch kicks with a with a small sprint field here. But for the most part, this is um, this is mostly underwhelming. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have any contrary thoughts. Max, I'm sure you're excited to see Argentinian at the top of the list. Oh, of course, talking talking about um, that Argentinian race that you watched at the start of the year, every podcast. Um, Surely Eduardo was there. Yeah. I mean, it's good to see that the funding that Argentina have put into that that race, that they'd be able to um, get some of their homegrown talent into the vault. I think that was the idea of it all. Um, been a bit harsh on Milan Menton here. He will be the guy they'll ride for, is my gut feel, in some sprints. Um, and then the only other guy that I know can ride is Andreas Kron. Um, yeah, there's a rumor that he has got a type like a Woot Van Art type profile where he loves like a little uphill finish. Um, I see him tipped a lot in uphill finishes. He, he's, he hasn't won one, but um, he's got that profile. So potentially, if it's a weaker field, although. Primoz will be a hot favourite for every one of those stages anyway, but uh, we could be around the mark. You got any thoughts, Alex, on this on this lotto side? Not really. Not really. No delete. <laughs> what, no about Ewan. what about lotto not... in, what about lotto in general, Elbow? Um well they're not having a they're not getting along very well with one with a good friend of the podcast, that's for sure. Um so yeah, I don't know. They're 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 a bit lost. Who's this? Um, who's this other Australian that's causing a few issues down there in Lotto that's just been given the snip? Uh, Alan Davis. Yeah. The D- do you want to go out? Do you want to go out the limb and have a little comment on that? No, not really. Pretty happy just to keep that one on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> Unless Cowboy's got okay. any thoughts. No thoughts for mine. 
get the direct energies. Yeah. Lots of Frenchies in here, Matty. I'll never forget uh, you making me and Cambo talk about the transgender cyclists. Um, so I'll be throwing everything your way. I recall. I recall that Cambo put that in the in the group chat. Okay. And you throw a hand grenade into the itinerary when you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys did a very good job of covering oh, some it. Yeah, beach very... in Barcelona or something while we're out here suffering doing your grafting <laughs> for you. You boys did a very good job of covering the big topics. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Total Energies, Maxi, lots of Frenchies, Pierre Latour in there. Yeah, I mean, I mean I've think... got a comment on their German though. Okay. Uh, Steph, Steph Kras. Uh, he was actually riding with the GC group in the Tour de France before falling off his bike at around stage eight. I probably made that up. Um, he looked good. I was always like, who's that Total Energies rider that's still in the peloton? And it wasn't Pierre Latour because he was five metres in front of the peloton doing a doing a breakaway for two minutes. Uh, it was Steph Kras. So um, hopefully he's recovered well and he can, he can pull off like a little top 10 maybe. Next one for you, Cambo. Kaharal, talk to me. This is, for me. This is you, Cambo. Your bread and butter. The world pro conti specialist. I'd love to present um, the listeners with some uh, good insight here, but but truth be told, I can't really add too much. Ever since um, Nick Schultz left this squad a number of years ago, uh, I haven't really been following their progress closely. So. Two lot of Spanish guys. What else we got there? Czech guy, um, uh, some sort of South American as well. Um, in Alvero Cepeda. So listen, they'll be. Do not busy. sleep on Elbow's boy Jeffrey. Do not sleep well, on no, Elbow's boy no, Jeffrey. No, I was just looking. I was just looking that up. It's not this, him. This it's a different. This guy. is the different Jefferson. Oh, is it? it one's called um, Alivero, and the other one's called Alexander. So they're easily mixed up. Okay, Listen, uh, uh, we'd love to we'd love to be able to jump on board um Alviero. However, there's really nothing that he, <laughs> he can hang his hat on besides a couple of podiums at the Ecuador National Championships back in February. So Which is a big race. I mean, yeah, all, all due respect, big race. Um, but yeah, he's not coming in with any sort of significant results next to him, no contract for for 2024, so you know that could work in his favour. He's got nothing to lose. He's got no team orders to follow. He needs to go out and do his own thing. So we can expect these guys to be getting busy early. Byron victorious. Byron victorious. Lander, do you reckon what what do you reckon Lander's going to do? It's his last last race for the team. He's had such a rich history with his squad. Maxi, what what do you, where's Lander going to go here? Uh, I'm happy to see them have a real crack here for Butrago. Um, if you have a think about what they can get out of the tour, none of them are, are, are making the podium. So is Butrago beating Primoz in a smaller, medium mountain type stage a chance? Yes. So I'm hoping they do some work for Butrago. Um, the other lads, I think, are just slightly past it in Caruso, Lander and Woot Poles. And don't forget, um, old mate, the cat shooter down the bottom, <laughs> uh, that's made his that's 
made his way to Bahrain. Um, trust trust our team in Bahrain to pick the cat shooter up. Um, apparently, he's got a bit of toe in him. He can sprint. Yeah. Eat to Marche, Wanty, Cambo. Like, what are the odds when you when you bring you bring your shotgun out? Did you did, did you get the governor's cat? Like this it could is, be this, anyone's this, cat. It could be just next door neighbor's cat. You get the governor's cat. It, it could be a feral cat. Yeah. Is that uh, is that are they your top two stories of the year? Was the Argentinian race you watched and um, Antonio getting his pellet gun out to shoot a, the governor's cat? I just will never get that day back when I'm watching. I've got a fifty on the stage win, and I'm watching the camera that's stuck on the on the winning post, and I'm watching <laughs> from ten k out, listening to listen, listen, listening to Kirby. Oh, that was it's one of the worst half worst half an hours of my life. Who was who was in the com box with Carlton? Or was no, he doing I, it solo? I can't remember who was with Kirby. No, he wasn't solo. They, he's not. He, he's not trusted to do it solo. Um, still trusted to do the tour though, which was amazing. Bizarre. Uh, um. Oh, Alex, I'm not really too sure what what there is to add. I mean, there's a couple of you know reputation based. Names we could be discussing here in, in Taramay, um, and and Boy Van Poppel, and also probably Rui Costa, who he was getting a little bit busy um, towards the back end of the Tour de France, and he also had a top ten at at, at San Sebastian as well. So legs are okay, but he's also thirty six years of age now. So maximum we can expect from him is a is a breakaway um, stage win. So it could be a tough a tough welter for these boys. Team J. Cole. I think they they do potentially have the second best sprinter there. Um, In. I think Gerben Gerben Fisson. uh, I think it's a soft J. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he is the second best. I think he's better than Denise. He was famously the one that pipped Caleb when Caleb thought that he'd won and celebrated, and the photo finish came back and it went to Gerben. that was circa three months ago. So he can ride if he's beaten Caleb in a bunch. Um, so I, I think he's the one behind Denise, uh, behind Caden Groves. Well, he's better than Milano. Oh, I haven't seen Milano do anything for a long time. I'm just never, never going to just forget, go to a little. Never, never going to forget that welter stage that he won, where he's leading out. Uh, Camera, help me out. Who's the sprinter on UAE? Ackerman. He was leading out Ackerman last year and won the race. Just couldn't come off the wheel. Strongest guy there. Uh, Gerban has won two bunch sprints in the last three months, and one of them was against Caleb uh, Timberley, also in that race. Good. Is this is this, are these sprints going to be carnage? Could like be. everyone's going to have a guy. I think so. Everyone's going to have a part-timer. Everyone's going to have a guy that's not normally there. It just it's just the whole the whole race versus um Alberson to Kern. Oh, but but there is you know when you watch Quick Step at their best and they have the best sprinter, no one even gets near them. So is it like an Alberson just have the best sprint train and mm. no one even causes an issue for Caden Groves, you know? And then the 10 wheels behind Caden is just chaos. Correct. Yeah, I don't mind it. Team Jayco Lua. 
Eddie Dunbar's in there. Is he top five, top 10 at the Giro? Yeah, top 10. He was actually, there was like the seven elite riders and he was always seventh uh, at the Giro. They'd lost a lot of time late, but he surprised me. Uh, um, he's not as good what this field is about to give, but um, I'm all in for Filippo Zahana doing something here. The Italian national champion, not sure if he still is, because uh, they've just had their, uh, they've re-raced that, but last year's national champion. I'm, I'm keen to watch a bit of Zana magic. The, the Giro veterans in there, Cambo, heavy. Expecting yeah, heavy, yeah, just another grand tour under his belt. Uh, something I was going to mention just a little bit earlier on um, on DSM is Chris Hamilton is starting to become this sort of uh, grand tour war horse, always seems to be on the start list at grand tours. Is this... Is this his third Grand Tour of the season? Has he done all three? Just sort of really backing overall ground here with um. Well, uh, I don't know if, I don't if you um. He did the Tour de France. Play, he did the Tour de France. If you play some um, bingo, <laughs> the words that come up during the coverage. Um, if one of the bingo cards is a hurricane, you would get absolutely blind. Peter <laughs> um, <laughs> loves talking about the hurricane. <laughs> He loves going back to the hurricane world, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, Roman Bardet must rate him big star. Must do. Must be doing something right in and around camp. In and around camp. He's hitched his wagon there to, to a good horse in that squad. It's, that's what you got to do in this business, Alex. I've said it for a number of years. If you're a, if you're a rider who's not that, you know, a good, solid rider, hitch your wagon to someone and just get taken along for the ride. It's good business. And I don't know if it's just by chance, but um, you must rate Aussies too, because Matt Dinham's there as well, um, mm. who was also doing the Tour de France and doing the team superb, leader. Uh, superb world championships from Dinham too. Shout out, Alex's exactly. man. Exactly. Any other thoughts on that squad, um, Maxi? Besides the uh, flags are definitely representing the direction of the squad in terms of where it's going. Uh, I did see Michael Matthews did a Insta story the other day of Felix Engelhart winning a stage uh, in Spain. Uh, not sure if that's anything to take off it and what that stage actually was. Um, let's just click on his name like we can do on this website. <laughs> Walter uh, Castellon. Yeah, who's he been in? Garcia Cortina. Woohoo. Yeah, but uh, but that's 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 the tier of sprinting we're looking at for this race really yeah you are right okay so there's there's someone to look at Felix Engelhart in the um in the little break we had before Cambo you mentioned uh, Michael Storer bagging a win the other day too moving on to FTJ yeah yeah he's won here multiple times before too hasn't he there was a gear where he think bagged two stages yeah, he's in. He's in good nick. Um, those races in France that he's recently had some success at, and yeah, one 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 here before. Um, is that? I want to just double check that that is two, that is two in stage, fact true. Two stages. When did twenty twenty one? Yeah, a couple of years ago. So I think he'll be the one. Like he'll be their main man. I know Max is is quite bullish on uh, Gregory. Is that correct, Max? I think it's Gregoire. Uh, sorry to pull you up on the on, on <laughs> No, uh, please, French please do. Always happy to be pulled up. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, um, I actually like all. Ooh, fact check. I like, I, I like no, their French I like, I'll go fuck myself. I like. <laughs> I like Mollard, Gregoire, and Martinez. I like all three of them. Um, I feel like they're good riders. I feel like this is where they should be putting their eggs in their baskets rather than David Gadu, personally. Um, funny you bring up LB the um, the talk break that we had because. Uh, where the we just had a little Zoom breakdown and Cambo went talking about story. You actually told us about what you really think about Alan Davis, yeah. uh, which was interesting. <laughs> that is that is Steve. Okay, <laughs> you, can go, you can go to the audio to check that one out <laughs> on our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Spenny Patreon. It's a Spenny Patreon. Bit of Stanley Street after dark. Yeah, uncut. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Maxi, to add on those uh, that list that Group Palmer has put forward? Uh, I'll be putting a wager at some point on Lenny Martinez uh, to win a stage. He's a he's a, nice. he's a good gifted gifted climber. Team RK Samsek has not a uh, Hofstetter, but there's not a lot bouncing out of me at this team sheet. I don't know if you boys got anything <laughs> to add. I think you sort of hit the hit the mark there with Hofstetter. Like we've talked about pretty much this whole podcast is the sort of second tier of sprinters that we'll be operating in, and Hofstetter fits into this perfectly. I think he'll be the one that they'll be looking for. Um, uh, Kevin Lederenoir won a world under-23 title a number of years ago now. Um, besides that, I, I, I don't see anyone else jumping off of this team sheet. Max, I mean this is this is my team. Uh, um, uh, uh, okay, Sam Zick. I'm glad they've dropped Mazato and decided to bring Hofstetter. I think that's a I think that's a better call from them. The one I'm interested in is down at the bottom there, Kevin Vakuilan. Um, he's got a, he he won the Tour de Alps this year. Not sure if you guys are a big Tour de Alps man's, but. Uh, on that list is Nielsen Paulus, uh, Scalmos, Felix Scal, David Gadu, uh, Parapet. Um, this guy beat them all. Uh, so there's a chance Arkea might have someone rolling around the GC group, which would be interesting. <laughs> You're right. He has, he's had a decent enough year, enough to, to talk about. Only 22 years of age too. Little Trek, Cambo. Um, it's a very Trek team, isn't it? Um, just a lot of different nationalities, just a lot of sort of individual sort of type riders. Ella Sond always seems to be someone that, that comes to the Vuelta as big hopes. Uh, probably good for a stage somewhere. I think he made it. Did he win on the Anglerou a number of years ago? Uh, and Boca Molima, who has been 34 years of age for the past decade. Um, continues to get a start. So he's good. And Edward Toons is another one that we probably need to discuss in this this bracket of sprinters that we're talking about. I think he'll he'll be there or thereabouts. Maxi, anything on track or moving on to the next squad? Well, they've, uh, they've gone big in the transfers. Um, that's, that's one thing they had. They spent a fair bit of money. Uh, and also, they've got probably the two most informed riders currently at the moment. Not sure if you've been watching much cycling over the last month, but 
Mads Pedersen and Mario Skelmos uh, mm. are riding unbelievably, in particular Mads Pedersen. Um, everything he's touching is unbelievable at the moment. He's over there at the um, some tour, the old Benelux tour. What is it now? The Hawaii tour or something. Um, and dominating there as well. So Why is he not here? Why is he not on this team sheet? To me, race days. He's gone to some of these. He's gone to some of these big. Uh, they're in. Where are they at the moment? They're in Belgium at the moment. Um, and all the sprinters are there. Grunewagen's there. Malia's there. Kuhl's there. Um, so I, I feel like the must be big bank Enico tour. Yeah, they get extra points. There's time. Uh, there's like ten different little green points spots in the race, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, Peds is there. So, you, unfortunately, they can't have him here because he is one of the best riders in the world. Um, in terms of this team, oh, I haven't got much for you. <laughs> Lopez, Lopez wore the the leading jersey at Butch Grand Tour. Oh, it's the, Giro. the Giro, I reckon. Yeah, so maybe Lopez could do something. EF Education first. What's Hugh Carthy been doing? Welcome back, Hugh. Did not start stage three of the Tour de Lan. Then there's only raced raced eighteen stages of the Giro. Um, it's been a pretty quiet year. Yeah, he, he's um he's out of contract. Uh, I feel like this makes sense for Idios. I'm not sure if you guys have been watching the contracts too much, but Idios haven't signed any of their own team and haven't signed anyone else. They've literally got a roster of about ten blokes at the moment. Um, I feel like Hugh Cart Hugh Carthy sort of makes sense to head over there. Um. The the Vandenberg, the bottom of the two, the younger one, Marion, uh, he he can win bunch sprints and did um, only not not too long ago. So Julius, um, they yeah, that might be their best go. Um, yeah, the Vandenberg Bros. Yeah, the bottom one, the Marion won a uh, yeah. uh, a sprint with Mahorich, Krakowski, and Almeida. Uh, so it's a bit of bit of a climbing sprint. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget about Andrea Small as well. Spoffidus, Maxi, the Harada bros are in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is this is lackluster from Coffidus. What they do have is a guy that I was impressed with at the tour in Brian Cocker. Oh yeah. Um yeah, he wrote he wrote a pretty good tour. He doesn't have the top end speed as Caden Groves, but um, whatever colour the sprint jersey is, the points classification, I dare say Cockard might go for that. He'd have to be someone you'd be looking at vis-a-vis value. Correct. Especially now, Cofferdus are winning bike races, coming off a big tour de France. Yeah. And like you said, Alex, don't forget about the Harada bros. Uh, boy Hansgrove. Bookman's there in support for my boy Vlasov. World class. World class. And there's definitely no questions about the nationality of this squad. Mm-hmm. As as I haven't really seen or heard of, of Kamna uh, too much of late, just pulling up his, his latest, there was that Tour de France, was it last year or maybe two years ago, where he was just like, close to winning every single breakaway. He's going no looks good. Like he sh- 
Yeah, it looks like his shape is nowhere near sort of, you know, at, at the, what was he, 10th at the, 9th at the Giro overall, sort of top 20 on pretty much every single stage. Um, so you probably wouldn't be backing him in terms of legs. It would be more of a name-based backing, um, which, Correct. as you know, I, is, is, is bad for business. Correct. I'm bullish on this team, just not Kamna. Uh, I think there's one of the best young riders in the – Oh, I was about to say in the world. I'm going to say in the world. Go I think it. Chan Uch, Brooks. unfortunately, I don't know how to say his name. Um, I think pronounce. he can ride. I think he can ride. Um, add that with Higita, Vlasov and Bookman. Um, there's going to be four four Bora boys before Remco has any of his teammates left. So um, they, can, they can do something, Bora. Your boy Baxi was born in 2003. Yeah. Wow. 20 years of age. He's a young pup. He, um, yeah, multiple times this year, I've seen him, the last Bora rider left. And I've, as as you know, Bora usually take a pretty stacked climbing squad to the places they go. And he's he's beating Bookman. Um, he's beaten Jai Hindley a couple of times. Um, yep. I'm, I'm a fan. We'll just clip that for four years' time when he's winning mm. round tours. Well, he won eleven year last year, Albie, so... Big, big result for him. Burgos BH Cambo, what do you got for us for this squad? Well, Eric Antonio uh, Fernandez, um, uh, our South American friend who we know that Maxi loves his, his, his South Americans and not so much, uh, you know, the Northern South Americans, Ecuador, Colombia, and they're quite rare. I'm talking Southern Southern Americans, Uruguay, uh, Argentina, Brazil. We need more of these guys. He's from Uruguay, recently been in Norway. Um, hasn't really shot the lights out too much this year. Um, these boys did win a team time trial in Portugal, though, back in May. So watch out for them on stage one. <laughs> oh, so bad. Uh... I feel like we've been, we've been like edging to talk about this last squad, like all preview. Uh, Caden Groves, how many stages we put him down for? Four. What's the over-unders? Four? Yeah, I reckon it's four. Why has no one else come to this uh, race? I feel like... Well, they're all riding. They're all currently riding. If, if I go to the... I'll, I'll give you the names that are at this race. Uh, so there's the Deutschland Tour and the Renewi Tour. The Renewi Tour has Jasper Philipson, Arno Delee, Ulash Kouj, Jonathan Milan. Like, they're all there. Arno Demar. And then the Deutschland Tour has Mads Pedersen, uh, Ethan Hater, Vernon, Christoph. So they're all riding. But they're, they've gone elsewhere, which is I do find weird because there's a massive amount of points that are in Grand Tours. Mm. Um, and obviously prize money for for stage wins, but um, I suppose it's twenty one days work for when you could just go try and win one of those stages up in up in Belgium. It's almost like the welter just needs to make itself shorter. I know it's a criminal in terms of cycling traditionalists, but if it was a little bit shorter, they could potentially get every rider in the world. Just everyone just decide that a little two weaker at the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you think that? Uh, having the world before the Vuelta probably keeps a few people away. A lot of people will like to use it as like a 
bit of a tune-up for Worlds? Do you think that might have taken a few away from the star list? Mm. I think it's just like this, like there was, there was a stat the other day I saw on Twitter. One of my favorite topics is the cycling schedule and how ridiculously stacked of it is course. and unorganized it is. There was five races on the same day. Like there's just too much yeah. racing on, especially now points are like a thing. Um, that's like, like what Maxie was saying before. It's like, oh, I could go do three or four days work over the next month. Um, and potentially win those races and be good for that versus dragging my body through Spain for three weeks, potentially having a shocker and having to just keep getting back on that horse every day. I just don't think it's, I think that's more the issue. Don't know if, I don't know if worlds really changes things that much. Hmm. So gross for four. What's yep. a pass? I'm not sure, but do I like, the boys in and around him, the most Belgian names of all time, Eddie Plankarts, Jimmy Jansons, and Robbie Gies, all there, these Belgian hard men. Sam Gay's coming off a good mountain bike worlds as well. I'm not sure whether he's going to be able to get won. in and around this. Yeah, he won the short, like the short course or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super powerful athlete. So uh, like we were talking about this whole pod, I think, these guys are going to kill the lead outs and they've probably got the quickest guy there. So again, haven't had a real, real good look at, at the parkour and how many nailed on sprints there are, but um, it's going to be hard to see anyone beating, beating these boys, Plankarts, et al. It looks like just by looking at the overview, it looks like there's definitely five. So I'll okay. just say three is three is the pass. Well, then there's also if Katie can get over a couple of lumps, um, but if those medium mountains normally force a break, so yeah, I reckon three is the pass. Tips. <laughs> you start us off, Albie. Uh, I think Vindegar is going to win this. This wow, well I, like I just think he's that much better at climbing that the. The way Rogs won previously, it was just like kind of like punchy little uphill numbers, time bonuses in that hour will just be not even in the picture because Vindegaard's that much better than everyone, even if he is not quite in tip top, top nick. And he's got that team to win the team's time trial. Vin's uh, going to win. Gerard's going to just throw back the clock with a bit of consistency for second. And Remco's going to struggle in the late mountains, but hang on for third. Max? It's a good shout. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, even though Cambo reckons he's a domestique for Rog, I'm going to go Vinegard as well. Uh, I think Rog gets second. I think they won two. I think they blow this thing up. Um, and I'm going to put G for third. Uh, I just think Remco, like his worlds wasn't amazing. I think he can win the tour next year. So I'm not selling Remco short. I just don't reckon it's now. I still just don't reckon it's now. Cambo? I'll go uh I'm gonna go Roglic for the win, Ayuso for second, and Enric Maas for third. A little bit of a wild prediction, but um this is a wild race and weird things happen. So <laughs> uh yeah. 
it's um it's kind of the first race we've had predictions for in a while where it's actually like up somewhat up in the air. It's not just two big names and then everyone else behind. It's nice. Yeah. I think we'll find well, out pretty quickly what sort of Nick Jonas is in and if he's if he's motivated and flying, then it, it is hard to see anyone beating him. But try and pick the other jerseys. I do I do too. They'll be even harder. Um I reckon Primoz wins green. Uh I think he wins four four stages. I think that could be enough for for green. Um and in terms of polka dot, I'm gonna take a I think Jay Vine has won at, at the Volta before. I think he's got more things to do this time with AU. So uh I'm gonna go my boy Lenny Martinez. Like it. Um Polka dots, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go Mikel Lander. I'm gonna go uh, Eddie Dunbar to get blown out of the GC like early. That. Bring something back for Team Bike Exchange. And, and you know what is actually for this tour only. The white jersey is actually a thing. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen, but it's Remco v Ayuso v Almeida. It's not bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's good. That, that's nice. Is there anyone else that you can see maybe coming into that equation? Well, there's Probably an Aaronsman, my boy. And then yes. there's my other boy, Uch de Brooks. Any other comments, thoughts, the- feelings? Uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I love Grand Tours, even though it's not an amazing field outside of the the the, the six climbers that are here. Um, but there's going to be some some new names written in history. Uh, looking forward to getting to know them. Who's the next Derek G? Can both. No, I'm just looking forward to getting on um on Max's uh, value train and um hopefully you've been writing notes over there. I haven't. I will. We'll have a. We'll have a little debrief. Um, off air. We don't want the 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 listeners getting all of the juicy stuff. That's all found on Patreon. So, well, my main mentions were the young guys, and I mentioned them all in this podcast. But look after Lenny Martinez. Look after Ushla Brooks. Look after the two DSM pommies, um, and look after Zana. They're my they're my five. That's good value for a free podcast. <laughs> Might have to start charging. Yeah. Yeah. All well, the sponsors out there, potential sponsors that are listening, if you do want to jump on board Maxi's tips, please get in touch. Thanks. Maybe even Finn Fisher Black. Our boy. Get him on the list. Get him Our in boy. there. <laughs> uh, good luck leading in the finals, Maxi. We'll, um, Thank you. Hopefully, talk to you soon when you continue your successes. Uh, thanks, Camboss. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Max. Thanks as always, everyone.